Hello everybody and welcome back to the Dark Side of the Moon. So, uh, there are two things I want to address first. Uh, today I have here with me my friend Z. Uh, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is that, uh, I apologize for the lack of content. I am, I've had two evacuation scares due to the fires. I have had family members affected by these fires. And for anybody who is going through any issues with the fires, either in California, Oregon, or anywhere else, I apologize that you have to go through this. And I hope that everything gets better and that you don't lose too much. And I'm sorry for anybody who may have had, who may have lost family members or anything like that during this tragedy. Um, so, anyway, like I said, today I have here with me my friend Z. Say hello, Z. Hello. So, uh, in the wildfires, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but one of the wild, one of the fires caused in California, do you know what that was caused by? Like, have you ever any, heard any, know. so... One of them was caused by a gender reveal party. Oh, yeah. I saw, okay. yeah, I saw something like that. Yeah. So, I have a lot of issues with gender reveal parties in general. But you don't need pyrotechnics for your gender reveal party. Like, you don't need that. At all. Um... But, secondly, like, people do dangerous shit all the time for these gender reveal parties. Like, have you ever seen that video of the dude throwing a watermelon into the hippopotamus's mouth? Uh, I have not seen that. What the, what? Yeah, there was this watermelon injected with, I think it was blue liquid, and he threw it into the mouth of a hippopotamus. Do you know how deadly hippopotamuses are? Yeah, they're very deadly. I mean, they're fucking huge, too. Yeah, and they've got some damn powerful jaws. So, like, this dude who stood in the water not that far from a hippopotamus literally threw a watermelon into its mouth and laughed and clapped and stuff. This man has a death wish. Right? There was also another one where they threw, I don't remember what it was, but something in, I think it was a water balloon, filled with liquid into uh, an alligator's mouth and it popped it. What the? Ew. Yeah. So, there, there, like, there's, there's some pretty extreme gender reveal parties. And I have an issue with gender reveal parties on their own. Like, uh, to me, it's just, like, okay, so the original gender reveal party I find this original, gen like, I find the original gender reveal party to be a very touching story, okay? So, yeah. this was actually only 14 years ago. The woman who did the first gender reveal party had had multiple miscarriages before this baby, okay? And they all died before mm -hmm. the baby could be gendered, okay? So, um, this woman finally had the baby long enough for it to be gendered and so what she did was she got a cake and the inside of it was dyed pink or blue and this one was dyed pink and she cut into it and she i'm pretty sure i don't i think she just like 
she cut into it and they had a huge celebration because of it um she actually did not expect them to catch on and the daughter uh who as far as i'm aware identifies as a female and has she her pronouns uh ex dresses exclusively masculinely uh and that'll that'll connect into something i have an issue with in just a moment so um this woman she didn't expect them to catch on okay so she she when they started to become more popular and people started doing more and more dangerous shit for it she started to get them to be like or she started to get to a point where she was like stop like this is too far like it, it, like she just wants them to stop as far as i'm aware and uh i i find that to be really like it's a little bit comedic don't you think yeah. Like, imagine, imagine you're this woman. You you finally get this baby that like that you've been wanting for so so long. You had had multiple miscarriages, and you finally get this baby, right? Mhm. Mm and then everybody takes that that thing that you did to celebrate having the baby, and being able to finally get it this its gender, like. And they start turning it into this twisted thing where they where, where they like do more and more dangerous shit, right? Yeah. Like, what would you feel in that situation? Um, when they they involve like bringing toxic stuff and animals, like how they put the um dye and stuff. Like, I don't know. But usually dye isn't really good for animals, and they put it in their mouth. So when it comes to, like, them doing anything to animals, it's really cool. And it's like, how would you like it if I shoved a balloon of paint down your throat? Right. Uh, there's, also, there's also tons of, like, workers who have to, or, like, just random people walking through parks and stuff, who have to deal with picking up confetti in order to get it so like so in parks it doesn't get into animals like it doesn't kill animals and in restaurants so that way the restaurant is actually clean because they'll like shoot off confetti cannons and just leave the mess yeah i've seen a lot of people do that in like parks and stuff and they just leave which i get it but it can be really dangerous to do that yeah and plus it's really like it's really rude like, clean up your own mess, people. If you insist on doing this, do it in your own backyard. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't do not do this in a place where it could either hurt animals or deeply inconvenience someone. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the... Right, right there, there's already, an, like, an obvious issue. I personally, I, I'm pretty sure other people have this issue i don't like like the original story i really like the original gender reveal party is really sweet and really touching and i understand that but the fact that people are celebrating babies genitals is a weird concept to me y you know oh yeah yeah 
like I really love the original story and I understand why she did it and I and I like I love that you know mm-hmm. but but like the rest of the people it doesn't it doesn't make sense like why celebrate your baby's genitals don't you think that's a little weird? It is. I mean, I don't think they mean to take it that way, but like, so my roommate's uh, daughter just had her third kid. Uh, it was a girl last night. Oh. Um. So would it be the same as like somebody announcing it online and, or a gender reveal? Like, would it be the same thing? Um. I mean, in my opinion, a little bit, yes. Like, there's a little, there's obviously a difference. Because one of them is having an entire party celebrating this baby's genitals. But meanwhile, on the other one, it's just like, hey, a quick, like, hey, guess what? I just have my baby, and it's a girl. Or it's a boy. Um, but, like, there, there's, a, there's a clear difference there. But in my opinion, it's still celebrating the baby's genitals. Yeah. Like... Um. Go ahead. I think baby showers are nice because they you don't really know what you're going to get. Nobody really knows if, you know, like, if it's going to be a boy or a girl. So they just get you whatever yeah. instead of getting one color. Or unless, like, you have a feeling, like, you know, what gender it's going to be or something. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Baby showers, in my opinion, are different because they're, they're never really gendered. Um, yeah. That, that is totally different in my mind. Uh, one of my things that I, I get hung up on is what if the baby doesn't identify as the gender in the future? Then that's okay. Like, we can't really do anything with what we're born with, but that our body doesn't define like who we are and that's what okay that that's what i'm saying though because like my 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 listeners and you both know that i'm trans but like if my family if my family had had a gender reveal party in this day and age for me and i grew up because i would still be trans and i grew up and i came out then there would be tons of videos from different people's perspectives of this gender reveal party that means nothing anymore. Yeah, I mean... I think some parents have, like, this sentimental thing when they figure out that they got, like, that child, like, a boy or a girl. And parents that understand will be okay with it later on if, like, you identify as the other gender or something. And I've seen a lot of where parents, they don't do that, and they let the kid grow up in, like, when they're, like, seven or something and try to figure out who they are, and then when they figure out who they are, I think that's nice because they're younger and they kind of have more of their whole life ahead of them to know who they are. Yeah. Well, like, okay, so... The reason, the reason why I, it's probably, the reason why I probably get so upset at it is because, uh, I was born, like, I think a year or two before this whole thing came out. 
like before gender reveal parties became a thing. Because I'm 16 now, so it was either a year or two, I don't know exactly what year, um, but it was either, it was like a year or two before these things, before gender reveal parties became a thing. And I, like, I found out that Nick, or, you know what, I'll just, screw it, Nick. Nobody, nobody knows his real name. Or, nobody knows him in real life. So, Nick, my biological father, I think I called him Nelson before. Um, nobody knows, or, Nick, I found out that Nick actually wanted to have a gender reveal party for me. He said that if he could, he would go back and have a gender reveal party for me. And this was after I came out. That doesn't make sense. Why would he want to go back and do that? Right. So, like, there are some parents who wish they would have done this when their kid was young, when their kid was born. They they wish they had done this. And some of these parents are parents of trans people. Like Nick, Nick is a parent of a trans of a trans male. And he yeah. he he wanted to do this. Like even after he knew. And uh, that that's part of what makes me feel it's a little screwed up, you know. Well, of course it is. He's just trying to get back at you for nothing. He's just mad at nothing just because he may not. Uh, he may wanted a girl, and so what if he didn't get one? That's something, like, that he can choose or change. I mean, what if his parents wanted him to be a girl or something? That would feel a lot of pressure on him, and the things that they've done or what they will do to be mean um, is just, yeah, it's screwed up. Yeah, so... Like, that's, that's probably my, that's probably where my issues with gender reveal parties come from. Just because, like, that, that's something that was said to me and, uh, that I feel would still be said to me, even though he claims to have changed. I have a lot of issues with my, with, uh, Nick, and I, I don't feel like getting into them. Um, but, like, you don't need this huge big thing if you really 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 want to do it do do what the first woman who did a gender reveal party did get a cake dye the inside a certain color like have someone dye the inside a certain color and then cut into it you know mm -hmm. doesn't have to be this big thing with pyrotechnics or confetti or anything like that especially not animals doesn't need to be this big whole thing just get the family together or a little thing cut into a cake Ta -da. Yeah, it, it's really simple. Yeah. It's just a tiny thing of like, hey, there's your there's your gender reveal party that you really, really want for some reason. Like <laughs> you know? And like I said, yeah. I'm I'm fine with the I'm I'm totally okay with the first one because the first one I find to be incredibly sweet. You know? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think the daughter is fourteen now. So, like, she, uh, like, the original woman who did it is really, like, it's, it's a sweet story. But people are taking it out of hand. And I have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. Um, but to transition into a different topic, 
let's talk about some anime. Do you watch anime? Yeah. Um, what kinds of anime do you watch? Uh, I watch all sorts of anime. Uh, yeah, I've watched a lot. I got into it when I was in third grade. So ever since then, it's like, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, can you, can you, like, rattle off a couple, uh, types that you've watched? Like, maybe, maybe some obscure ones if you have any. Or just, like, some weird ones, you know? Okay. There's this one, I forgot what it was called. It had, uh, like, Angel something. It was about this boy, and then there's, like, this big titty angel lady, and she was, like, always there for him, and, like, saved him and stuff. But, like, I think they were evil. I don't know. And there's, like, another one. Um, it was really sexual, and it was really, really funny. But that one was weird. And then my first anime was... I don't want to butcher the name. <laughs> uh, Diabolic... No, it was either Diabolic Lovers or Vampire Plus Rosario. Huh. Those were nice. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I've watched I've watched some odd animes. Uh like I don't I don't watch many animes because I hate watching dubs and so I can't just watch them in the background like I do with most shows. I have to actually watch and read them. And I, I don't mind that. I really enjoy reading and uh I enjoy hearing the language of like I enjoy hearing Japanese language or like uh, just like, it's nice to hear, it's nice to read, plus the plot lines can be interesting. Uh, but I've watched some really odd animes. Like, there's this one anime, <laughs> and I might get a little bit judged for watching this, uh, because it is so odd. It's on Crunchyroll, mm -hmm. and it's called Mysterious Girlfriend X, and oh boy, it, oh Jesus, it, okay. So, the whole concept is that there's this girl, okay? And she, I have no idea what she is. I don't think she's human because they're, like, hinting towards it the whole time. I haven't watched it. I, like, I watched quite a few episodes, but I haven't been able to catch up with it recently. Um, but, like they're kind of hinting towards her not being human the whole time and she has this is one of the weirdest like this is really weird she carries scissors like in the brim of her underwear <laughs> so like she she's got that and then it just gets weirder so she's really talented with these scissors and can kill a person and like cut up paper while moving like super fast and like snip all over. <laughs> and she like and like she just cuts up this perfect she cuts up this perfect paper and she'll cut up sometimes she'll cut up things around it and with a, with like without meaning to. So she's a transfer student. Then I don't I don't remember the names of any I think it's Urabe for the girl I don't remember the dude's name, um. So, the dude, 
is just odd. He has this weird fascination with her. And one day, like, okay, she sleeps every day during school. She, like, face down sleeps on her desk every single day. Okay? And so she's just laying there sleeping. And one day she leaves a puddle of drool on her desk. Okay? So this dude walks up, sticks his finger in it, and tastes it. Um, so that caught me off guard when I first watched it. Uh, it it immediately made me just, it gave me this visceral reaction of what the, what? Just this visceral reaction of disgust and confusion. Cause would you do that? No. I don't think anyone would actually do that in real life. And if you do... I'm sorry, but I just have to say that's really weird. Like I don't care if you're if it's your partner's jewel. That is really weird. <laughs> yeah. So th- this dude this dude then walks home and the next day uh or and a couple of days later, he starts to get really really sick. And mm-hmm. so she comes back and starts, uh, and like acts like she's dropping off homework in order to get past. I don't know who it is. His oldest sister, his mom. I can't tell. And she goes up into his room, and she goes, "You tasted my drool, didn't you?" And he goes, "What? What are you talking about?" Being all embarrassed because he's an anime character. Also because that's <laughs> a really weird thing to do. And yeah. and she goes, "You're experiencing withdrawal." You tasted my drool. And he's like, what? And so she goes, and so she sticks her finger in her mouth and puts and puts her finger into his mouth, having her drool on, on her finger. And then it just gets weirder from there. He starts having weird sex dreams about her. And it, I don't even know where to go from there. It's just weird. So that's probably the weirdest anime I've ever watched. Um, I've also watched some simple ones like Dr. Stone, which is really good, by the way. I suggest you watch it. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll, and I really, really enjoy it. The second season should be coming out uh, next year. But oh, it's really good. Uh, but, like, I've, I've watched some really odd ones. There's also... Like, this odd one called A Centaur's Life. And I only watched, like, two episodes because I realized it's a romance anime and I didn't like it all too much. And it <laughs> it just got weird. Like, Crunchyroll holds, uh, like, this weird... Like, it's got... A, it's Crunchyroll just has a lot of weird animes. And it's just... Like, you have to dive into the right section in order to find it. But... Have you seen Prison School? What, what anime? Prison school? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, well, it's crazy. Um, it's very like it's sexual, but it's hilarious. Ah, okay. Um, what's it on? Could be on Crunchyroll. I don't know. 
I'll I'll check Cringy but... Roll for it, and I'll see I'll see if I like it. Um, so there's one specific anime, like I wanted to bring up fan service and Lolicons, because there's one very specific anime that I have right in front of me. It's called Moon Phase, and Jesus Christ, oh my God. It's not a- it's so- oh my god. Okay, so my mom got it for me, okay? Because she saw it was anime, it, she saw it was relating to moons, and she was like, oh, hey, uh, Darkseid would like this, okay? So she picks it up, mm-hmm. and she buys it, and she takes it home, okay? She gives it to me, and I look at it, and the cover is just this really cute little girl. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be sweet. I, I think I'm going to really like this. So I put in the disc. And it gives me a title screen. And the, the titles of the episodes. Let me, let me just... <clears throat> Big Brother, be my slave. Call me mistress. Big Brother, let's live together. And this is the worst one in my opinion. Big Brother, I feel like kissing. And then the most tame one, it's a full phone moon. <laughs> so. Uh, I, 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 I click into the first episode thinking, oh, hey, it's, it's, it's anime. It's probably just going to have really weird titles. So I click into the first episode and I, uh,. I find out immediately that the girl on the cover is a Lolicon. And I don't know if you know what a Lolicon is, do you? Yeah. So, anybody who doesn't know what a Lolicon is, it's a little girl who is actually supposed to be, in in the anime or manga, is supposed to be hundreds of years old, so it's okay to sexualize her. It's totally okay. (laughs) Which is horrible. Yeah. And I hate it. <laughs> I, I've, always, I've always had an issue with Lolicons. And uh, the, only, the only Loli I'm okay with because she is not obs- like she's not sexualized in the anime is in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and Kana. Her name is Kana. She's my favorite. She's also in like this weird, like, or not even weird. She's in this gay like love thing with this other little girl and it's adorable because the little girl has no idea what's going on and she's just like this person makes me really happy and blushy and aww and so it, mm-hmm. it it's really sweet i'm okay with that loli i'm not okay with the sexual content that comes out of other people um but i am okay with her but this little girl on i, I just want to say she looks to be about nine to eleven like, 11 is the hardest bar I would go for her. She does not look anything more than 11. And she is very sexualized from just the first two episodes. I I want to get further than the second episode, but I don't think I can. <laughs> I would be able to. I've only watched the first two episodes and... After that, I get exhausted because I just can't. Yeah. So, from what I can tell from the first two episodes, this little girl is 
supposedly this supernatural figure. And she's like this wear cat thing. I don't know. She's constantly wearing cat ears. Unless she's in the bath. Which, by the way, they show her in a bath. And, like, it's weird. One of the quotes on here is the cutest bloodsucker you will ever see. So, oh my. yeah. So, it's weird. Um, <laughs> and I, I know I use that word a lot. I know I use that word a lot. But I, there's nothing else to describe it. Like, there is nothing else, no other word besides absurd that I can think of that would describe it. Unless it's, like, I, it's just confusing, it's concerning, it's weirdly intriguing as to how somebody came up with this concept and it got greenlit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's, that's all I can say is it's weird. So, this, this girl is supposed to be this supernatural figure. And this dude, who is a photographer, tries to go photograph ghosts, okay? And he sees her through his camera, thinks she's interesting, and then some weird dude get like gets him, because he's this ghost photographer for this magazine, and he himself has never seen any ghosts or anything. So he goes, and he goes, uh, this dude, like, this dude gets him... Uh, I think he's the publisher of the new, of the magazine, and he and this girl get him to go into the castle that he was photographing, and try to capture things. Okay, so he goes in, and he I don't remember fully what happened because it's been forever. He finds her at some point. He gets wrapped up in these weird vine things by that by the house. I'm pretty sure. And he, like, the I think it's the house or some weirdo. I don't remember. I think it's a weird dude. I don't know. Um, he gets wrapped up in vines. And the publisher of the magazine has to do these odd hand signals. And, like, work with cards and shit to get him to stop. And then, uh... I don't fully remember what happened. All I know is in the next episode, she tries to get him to kiss her, like, constantly, being like, just kiss me, just kiss me. So what I can, what I can grab from that is that if he kisses her, she'll be free. But he's an adult. Like, he's an adult. Mm -hmm. And she looks to be 11 years old. And... Whenever like, I think about that, it just... I can't imagine how, why somebody would think that's okay. Well, apparently, what I found out from my therapist is that mm -hmm. people, like, Asian people and Japanese people hate Lolicons. And they think it's totally not okay. And what they're doing, the reason why they still exist, is because they're tapping into the West Western market. Mm. This is the Western market. Where we live is the Western market. 
They're trying. The only reason why they still exist is because Americans like them. Because Americans are disgusting. Let me tell you. Because oh gosh, the things you can find online are horrendous. God, yeah, no, it's just bad. Like it's awful. And the fact that this shit only exists because Americans like it disgusts me. Like I thought I thought I thought it might have been just this weird thing that some people like and I I was like, okay, I mean I kind of guess it's weird. I don't want it to exist. I'm not gonna watch it. But like I guess. But now that I know that it's only purely because America likes it, oh my god. That just infuriates me. It's a fetish to some people. Right. Like there are some people that jerk off to movies like this. And like on the back of the on the back of the DVD case, there shows a clip like it shows one of the screenshots of her in the bathtub. And the only thing that's keeping us from seeing her chest is, like, a small line of bubbles. Oh, my God. And they're, they're, they're broadcasting that on the back of the DVD case. Damn. Like, what? That's what, gross. What are we supposed to, what are we supposed to think of that? Like, that I... That is gross. You know, America people are really gross. They, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's more than that. I mean, there's even deeper things than that. Yeah. And that shows how messed up everything is. Yeah. I mean, take Donald Trump into account, okay? He says that if his daughter wasn't his daughter, he would freaking be with her and stuff, like... People are fucking weird. People, like, fetishize the weirdest shit. I'm gonna be Uh honest. Like... Oh, yeah. I... I'm not, like... I'm not one to kink shame, but when your kink comes to small children, then yeah. Like, I feel feel like that's okay to shame. (laughs) You know? Like... I feel like that's okay to shame. Yeah, like, I get if they're short, if you want to say they're short, but not that they're a literal child. Yeah, this little... Like, uh... Go ahead, sorry. Did you hear about the Cuties movie Oh my! Netflix? Yeah, I did, and I have been avoiding Netflix since I heard of it. Uh-huh. Like, I... I... Oh god, I could not end the trailer. I... They sexualize 11-year-olds. And then there are people out there defending it. Yeah, for no reason. Like, the public the public response versus the critical response are two vastly different things. Like, the, pu- the public response is disgust and hatred and, like, why would you make this movie? And then the critical response is, like, this is beautiful. It's totally commentary. It's amazing. Ah. But it's, yeah, no. n- it's not commentary. It's just straight up not... It's not. Like, what it is is sexualizing 11-year-olds. Mm-hmm. 
and making them dance super seductively on camera, doing random zoom-ins of their crotch. Like, I've seen one review of it, and I had to click off halfway through because I felt disgusted. I literally oh, took yeah, a shower that. afterwards. Ugh. I felt dirty because I watched clips, censored clips of the movie. I, they, they did a very wrong choice of picking small children. Like, I think it would have been fine if they were adults. Just like as a comedy or something, just adults. Or just teenagers, like older people. Not small children that older people are, just weird people are just going to get off to. Yeah. Like, uh, have you seen the review by Mr. Girl on YouTube? I don't think so. So, this reviewer, he's been blowing up recently because of this review. Uh, Mr. Girl, he made the video, quote, an uncomfortably honest review of the movie Cuties. Okay? So, that mm -hmm. was the title of the video. Okay? And... He made the review and started talking about, um, and started talking about how he kept wanting to watch it over and over and over again, and how he was turned on by these children. Like, he phrased it in a way being like, oh, the movie wanted you to be turned on by these children. The movie wanted you to have a sexual reaction towards these children. Like, he phrased it in kind of that frame. And then he brought up TikTok, being like, there are so many people dancing seductively on there, and, like, they're doing a good job of commenting on that. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. like, two seconds earlier, he had just said how he was turned on by children dancing seductively. So that man, that, oh. like, that man most likely goes on TikTok in his free time and watches these young, like, these young people dance seductively. Honestly, like, it's, it's disgusting. Oh, yeah, it is. This, this man, this full-grown man talked about that openly. And I get it's supposed to be like, oh, it's uncomfortable and honest. But it's neither of those things. Well, it's honest for him. And it's uncomfortable. Well, he's taking it for his own pleasure. Right. It's not uncomfortable for him. Because he's yeah. just talking about it. What makes it uncomfortable is the fact that he is talking about about wanting to wanting to actually have sexual intercourse with these eleven year olds. Mhm. Mm and there's a lot of people out there that are like that, and it it makes me so upset. And I was watching this Doctor Phil video the other day, and it was about these parents had this fifteen year old boy. Um, and he just admitted that he was a pedophile because he wanted four-year-old little boys and that if he could get the chance that he would do stuff to them. And he, and he, they had, he had siblings that were smaller than him. And then he went to this place to get help, but nothing happened. And he's still like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I think he did something to one kid, so it was really bad. So, my thing with pedophilia 
is go to go to therapy or go to jail or sometimes both like if you have done things to to a child in the past go to jail and therapy but yeah i mean therapy didn't work for him <laughs> then go to jail <laughs> like jail don't care if it's chewy jail and if you keep doing it, jail, jail, jail. Or even if you have the insinuation that you're about to do something, jail. Yeah, that's why they, okay, they put him in like a place so like he wouldn't be around people and then nothing was happening so they just let him go like and so parents don't know what to do and he's gonna get himself thrown in jail if he continues because he'll get charged as an adult sooner or later. Yeah. And I think it's ridiculous that something has to happen before they can be punished. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there are so many, there are so many things on YouTube. Like, I, I recently, for a while, was stuck in this hole of, like, pedophile hunting. So, like, these grown, mm-hmm. these grown, these grown men would, like, uh, make catfish accounts on dating profile uh, uh like catfish dating profiles and um tell these men outright hey i'm 14 or some of them were even hey i'm nine. Oh but, my god and they would outright say that like completely and it's yeah. turned up a lot of people like pop squad um, if you ever want to see, like, justice, because these, these pedophile hunters work with police. So if you ever want to see justice, go watch Pop Squad. You'll find, you'll fall down a hole from there. Pop Squad is an amazing, an amazing organization. Um, That's great, because there are sex traffickers out there, and so many bad people and victims are taken every day we're everywhere around the world yeah uh when i was a kid i actually had something done to me that man had nothing he was also abusing my mother and me and my mother was pregnant at the time and there was nothing that happened to him absolutely nothing then finally finally my mom got a restraining order he got sent to jail for breaking that restraining order Mm -hmm. and he was only in there for a little bit I think it was like five years because I think he got out when I was around 15 wow the only reason why we know he was out is because my mom got into back into an old, old Facebook profile and saw a post of, I think it was his sister, who said he had a heart attack. He didn't die, but he had a heart attack. He had what was coming for him. Right. And this man also has two young children who I, I'm scared are being hurt as well. Probably. Um, let, let's transition out of the serious for, like, a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. 
And let's go into fan service in an anime. Because I've been talking a lot about this with a couple people. And uh, do you know what fan service is? No. So fan service is like when an anime takes this character that like people sexualize a lot and they sexualize them. And like they Oh uh, wait. Like anime character minors or just an anime character? Just an anime character in general. Okay. Like uh in the anime Miss Kobayashi Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, they actually have an episode dedicated to fan service. Um which I skipped over. Uh but they basically take these characters and I have no idea what they do with them, but what I'm pretty sure is they did some sort of sexualization somehow or somewhere. Um, it, it, it's it's pretty odd. I I kind of have an issue with it because, like, why do that? You know? Yeah. Um. Unless the character is, I mean. There's no right answer to say, like, why you should sexualize a character, but at the same time, if the character in, like, the anime is, like, sexual or something, then it's fine to, like, make jokes, but not, like, do that kind of stuff, because because they have stores dedicated to that kind of stuff. It's a lot of that stuff, and it can be gross. Yeah. So... Fan service is different from like, from like, animes that are meant to be sexual. Like there are certain animes that are like meant to fully be sexual. Uh, like, uh, hentai's they sometimes actually make full blown uh, animes surrounding sexual content. That's what a hentai is. If you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, like there's this one. And it's a yaoi, and it's called, uh, trying to remember the name of it. I don't remember the name of it, Uh, but it's this weird anime about these guys who are in a club that literally is (laughs) for the gratification of a school of boys. Like, it's just, it's odd. Um, but, like, but, like, I, I don't have an issue with that kind of anime. Uh, what I have an issue with is when, like, the anime isn't supposed to be sexual, and then they just suddenly hit you with sexual content, you know? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any odd stories surrounding like odd anime content where just like they suddenly hit you with it um I haven't watched this anime but there's like a goblin anime and I guess in the first episode it hits you with they they be doing it and it's really gross and I don't want to watch it but that seems traumatic yeah, 
yeah, no, that, oof, yeah. See, that that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Like, they have no forewarning, and then just suddenly it's just like, pow! And you're just like, oh. Well, that's there, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you're just stuck seeing, they're like, I really like this anime. What am I supposed to do now? Because sometimes, sometimes they have stories in those scenes. Mm -hmm. Like, they have stories in them. So what do you, like, what, are you supposed to watch it even if you're uncomfortable? Are you supposed to look up a summary of the of the episode? What if it spoils something huge and, like, you're missing out on something? You know? I guess you just gotta watch it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, those kinds of things are odd. Like, I'm I'm a big advocate for, like, not censoring to a point of, like, of, like, just ridiculousness. Like, did you know on Netflix, when you're watching a show, it ups the rating if they're smoking? Wait, what? If it, okay, it'll up the rating to mature if there is smoking in it. Like, on Netflix. And, I, like, uh, I've seen one that had no other issues besides one scene of smoking. And it was rated mature. Oh, not bad. It, like, in animes, if they're released in America first, the cigarettes aren't lit. Yeah. Like, what... Like, it, just because a child sees a character that they really enjoy smoking, the only the only ones that are going to be uh the only ones that are going to be affected by that are the really impressionable kids. And if you know your kid is really impressionable, don't let them watch shows like that. That doesn't mean everyone has to be like has to be censored. Because your because your kid doesn't understand the difference between reality and fiction. Like back off, Karen. Okay. It's a TV show, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, for little kids, they might get curious, and I get it. But it, just make sure that they can't get into it if you have something like that, or if they do get it for somewhere else. Well, then I mean, they're probably gonna try it sooner or later. So. Just make sure they're not, like, six or five. Educate them. Like, yeah. if they ask about... If they ask about something, educate them. Like, hey, why yeah. is that character holding a stick in their mouth? Why is it red at the end? Well, that's a cigarette, honey. Some people smoke those, and they like them. That doesn't mean you should smoke them, though, because, uh, because people actually get really hurt by them. And if they ask why, explain, well, these are toxic chemicals. I think it's so funny. So, when I was in first grade, like, my mom was so open about everything. She told me how it was, what my body parts were, what, you know, like, she was just honest. And um, one time, the school called my mom, and I was supposed to say something, like, a better word for, like, down there, but I said, pussy. Or, or vagina or something like that <laughs> and my mom got the call and they're like you, your daughter can't say that 
that's a bad word. My mom's like, well, that's, that's what it's called, isn't it? And they're like, no, it's supposed to be like your coochie or something. Or your no-no square, your no-no space. And I, I just thought that was really funny because it's better to educate your kids when they're smaller so they know certain things. And for some people, like, it's just you have to tell them not to do what they see, like, my godmother's son was influenced by um, his dad watched videos, and so that made him like a creep when he was little. And you have to teach them that that's not okay. Yeah, you shouldn't just let you shouldn't just let your kid roam free and learn that way. Like I'm against that, but I'm also against sheltering your kid to a point of like just ridiculousness. You know? Yeah, they should be open to do like whatever. Just let them know that things can lead to something else. Actions have consequences. Yeah. Don't yell at a child. Don't traumatize them. Don't spank them. Don't hit them. Just tell them, hey, this thing can hurt you. And if uh -huh. they don't understand and they still try to do it and they end up getting hurt, being like, be like, I told you this thing could hurt them. Nurture them. Tell them it's okay. Just don't do it again. Like, if this thing yeah. can hurt you. Like, don't, don't. Like, in, in my first episode, I semi-discussed this. Um, and I understand that my episodes are getting more and more serious by the day. But it's hard not to talk about serious things when serious things are happening constantly outside. Mm-hmm. But, like, w with children, you... <laughs> In my first episode, the way the way we discussed this was talking about my co-host George was talking about how, um, uh, quote, it was his child to say, uh, get in the oven right now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've been on my Instagram or my Twitter, you'll know that clip. Um, um. But that, 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 uh, I, I feel like we have to be in this sort of in-between. We shouldn't be over-sheltering, we shouldn't be overbearing, but we also shouldn't just let our kids roam free. Do whatever the hell they yeah. want. Like, let them learn on their own. No, you have to explain to them first, and then let them learn that their actions have consequences. Like, I have a lot of friends that their parents tell them to do so many freaking chores, and I'm just like, that's so retarded, because it's either the kids do it and you never do it, or you do it once and you're fucking complain when you bought the house and it's yours, not making your kids displays. And second, what me and my mom would do was we would call it like, we we're going to do it together. It was a task together it was, unless like I was being mean and it was like a punishment usually it's just a thing you guys do together to take care of your home you know and so I was okay with cleaning like that's why I love cleaning it's because I was not like taught to just go do your chores or you know people yelling at me and stuff and threatening me if I'm not going to do it it was just something we did together teach your kids teamwork yeah. 
That's an excellent example of teaching your children teamwork. Mm -hmm. Like, your children will turn out to love the things that will help them take care of themselves if you teach them teamwork. And you also teach them not to just expect everything to be clean. Like, obviously, yeah. obviously, when they're a tiny, tiny human, don't expect them to clean up perfectly. Like, tell them, hey, I pick up your... Know. What? I cleaned up everything when I was little. Like, I would make a mess and then I just cleaned it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, my brother, uh, my, uh, my stepmom will tell him to go pick up his toys and he'll do it and then he'll start throwing a fit <laughs> but he's two years old he's two yeah he's gonna turn three this year Aww. like he's not he's not this he's he's a child he is small like teach your children to clean up after themselves and that and that it's teamwork is okay but also, like, teach them that because they do have to clean up, then, um, like, teach, teach them that they do have to clean up. You know? Mm hmm Um. Well, yeah, because it can either seem, like, unpolite, or you can just, like, if you don't clean your room, it can become really depressing. Um. And cleaning up after yourself is just gives you something to do also and you feel good about it after usually. Yeah, like during during it you may feel like, hey, this is a really sucky thing to do. But like afterwards you feel really nice, you feel clean, things are okay. Mm-hmm. Like I have to clean my hamster's cage. Uh by the way, my hamster is eating plastic right now like a little gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> she chews off plastic from her tubes. I don't know what I'm Ew. supposed to do about it. I'm not. I, what am I supposed to do about it? Like tear it out of her mouth? No, that's going to hurt her. <laughs> yeah, so she can chew on? Yes. I give her toys. <laughs> and she refuses them. She refuses them. She just sits down like, no, I'm going to sit in this little corner and I'm not going to touch them. No. I'm going to chew on the bars instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and then she goes up into her little bed area and she starts chewing on plastic. Oh my god. She's a gremlin. <laughs> um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, transferring off the hamster, um, by the way, anybody who wants to see my hamster, I will post a picture if, uh, if you guys, if, like, people actually go and follow me, I will post a picture of my adorable little hamster named Luna. Um, but, like, uh, cleaning up is just something that comes with life. You can't expect everything to be done for you. And, yeah. like, when it comes to things like, uh, so I have clinical depression. So... When, when it comes to, even when it comes to mental health issues, that can stop you from cleaning sometimes. Like, it can, oh, yeah. it, it can prevent you from cleaning up after yourself. Because you just think, what's the point? 
There's just gonna be another mess there tomorrow. You know? Mm-hmm. But there is a point because it builds up. And it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and then you're stuck there in this trashed room and the like you're just sitting there like what's the point it's just gonna get this way again yeah usually like if i leave stuff in here like dishes or trash it doesn't bother me but they can be up to my room for like a month um but it disgusts me after a while and then i just get yelled about about it like my mom she's like clean your room like do it it's not that hard and I'm like, you know how depression works sometimes? And she's like, yeah, but you can still do it. And I'm like, oh my god. You can't, uh, you can't always do that, though. Like, you can't... I know, she knows that, but she just says shit. <laughs> you can't be expected to always do something. Like, um, uh, the dishes thing also is a thing with me. Like, I just, I can't get out of bed that day. So when they bring in my food to me, because I eat in my room, uh, when they bring in my food to me, or even if I bring in the plates myself after I cook for myself, I just don't feel like getting out of bed again. So I just sit there and the plates collect and collect and collect and collect. Uh, the cups are my main issue because I take out plates pretty much always, but cups are my issue. Like I'll forget they're there and then they just sit there. Some get moldy, and I'm like, ew, that's gross, but... <laughs> yeah, that's that's happened before, too. <laughs> um, Like, it's just issues. Like, it's small... It's the small things that always add up. Yeah. Um... And... Like, when you, when you teach your child that... Hey, small things are adding up. Look look around you. Small things are adding up. Little by little. You know? Mm-hmm. That kid mm-hmm. is going to look at it and be like, oh, they are. Well, obviously yeah. not at a not as a baby. They're not going to look at it and be like, oh, they are. When they're a baby, <laughs> they're just going to be like, hey, toys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... They, like, when they're old enough, like, maybe around seven, you can tell, you can point out, like, if they're, if the kid is having issues with cleaning up, you can point out being like, hey, look, there are things building up. Like, look at your toys. They're all over the floor. They've been all over your floor for day, a few days now. There's some trash in the corner. Like, look at this. Your room is very messy. And if you teach them this, if you teach them this, and and they realize this is an issue, like, it'll click yeah. eventually, then they'll learn, hey, cleaning up after myself is a good idea. A rule that I'm gonna... What? what? The sooner you get it done. The better. Yeah. Uh, a rule I'm gonna implement into my house, uh... Whoever cooks doesn't have to do the cooking dishes because they've already cooked for the whole of uh, the house. But uh, you also have to wash your own dishes. You know? 
Like, yeah. that's that's my rule. Because then whoever, like, if there's dishes in the sink, then the person who's cooking, just before they, ha- just before they cook, they do the dishes. And then after they cook, the next person who cooks will do those dishes that were sitting in the sink. But other than... They don't want to... They have to do it anyway. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to build up and there's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. So, like... And, like, if that's an issue, then that's going to be an issue that is going to have to be talk- talked about with the entire household. No matter how many people are in there. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that that's a thing that's always going to be... That's the thing that's always going to be my issue. Like, uh, because in my house, it's my mom, like, I think three out of five people have OCD in in my house. I am one of those three. And my room has to stay a specific way with specific things in specific places. Otherwise, my brain starts to go crazy and my anxiety starts to get real high. Um, but, like, I, um, I sit there and I'm like, I look in my room and I'm like, there are things on the floor. I need to pick those up. But then I keep looking at those things and I'm like, there are things on the floor. I need to pick those up. Day after day after day. And they keep sitting there, yeah. and they keep piling up. And then, after a while, I'm like, oh boy, this is getting real bad. I need to pick this up. And so I finally do, because I have this burst of energy. And then, it gives me anxiety for a little bit. Like, I guess so, yeah. is that an issue with you, too? Yeah. I don't know, like, I just get, like, I'll be really depressed, and then... I'll be fine one day and I have the motivation to do a bunch of things and then I won't have any motivation to do anything else. Right. Um I I don't know why. It just like when things are clean in my room sometimes it'll just trigger an anxiety response. And I think it's because when I was like whenever I am depressed, um things just really do build up and so my brain is like hey this is how things are supposed to be even though it's not (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of stuck sitting there like huh i need to fix this for days sometimes weeks or months Mm -hmm. i think one time i left my room dirty for an entire year but that was because i was absolutely shattered (laughs) I was shattered. I was shattered for about, like, a year. Um, it was... I've mentioned this in one of my other podcasts. Uh, my schooling podcast, specifically, uh, a teacher yelled in my face, two inches from my face. Did I ever tell you that story, Z? I don't think so. Uh, I'm just gonna give you the gist of it. Basically, uh... Basically, me... Uh, I was sitting in class, I was drawing, uh, I was drawing like I was supposed to do, and because I was really anxious, I had been called to read twice that day, even though I was told 
I, my teachers were told not to call me, not to push me, not to do anything like that. And I, uh, uh, the teacher came up to me, closed my book, yelled in my face saying, telling me to do, to do the work. I said, uh, I've already done the work multiple times. Uh, like I, I repeated that multiple times and the teacher didn't care, kept saying, well, you should be doing it. Do it again. Things like that. Uh, I got up, uh, she made me sign out still. Uh, even after I was sobbing, she made me sign out still, and I went out, I almost collapsed on the floor, but I, I felt like I sat back against the wall, crying and sobbing, and one of my bullies came out and checked up on me, so, like, that's always a thing I've been hooked up on. Wow. Uh, so... One of my bullies walks me down to a counselor's office. They call security on me because I, uh, because they thought I was going to hurt myself or others, uh, because I was sobbing because the teacher yelled in my face. So, um, they, they do that and they, uh, then I leave the school. And I never set foot on that property since. Ever. I have not set one foot on, uh, on T's high school property ever since. Trying not to give away where I live. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, uh, I, so, wow, my brain just totally stopped there. Uh, but, so I was completely shattered because of that. And honestly, I think anybody would be. Uh, but I, like, I, I, I left my room dirty for an entire year. And it was, like, it was totally because, like, depression. Depression and anxiety. It stopped me from getting up and, get, and cleaning. And, but I finally got better. I finally started cleaning again. And, uh, things got better. But because I was never taught to clean as a kid, I mm -hmm. never, like, I never got the opportunity to teach myself, hey, cleaning is okay. Cleaning can be fun sometimes. No, I never got that. Like you, you got the you got the uh, you got the opportunity to teach yourself that, like, hey, cleaning can be fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I never, I never really got that, and I don't know if now that I'm older, like, if I'll actually be able to get that. You know. I mean, you know, you try to teach yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's difficult. Once you, it's, uh, it's what's called a learned behavior. Um, it's called a learned behavior. And when you have a learned behavior, uh, when you have a learned behavior, basically what it does is it's like, you, it's something that you learn when you're really, really young and it never really leaves. So, like, yeah something that I 
uh, actually, I can tell you a story. Um, there was this, uh, there was this Reddit post I came across, and, uh, okay. it was on an old account, so I can't go back and get direct quotes. Maybe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look through. <laughs> um, uh, but, like, it was talking about how this dude caught, this is a really odd story, caught, I think it was his girlfriend, waffle stomping her shit down the shower drain. What? Um, yeah, he caught, he caught his girlfriend doing that, and she said she does it all the time. Uh... And so, into the in the car comments, uh, in the comments, we got into this argument. There was a, another dude who was like, "This is really weird." Like, uh, but the girl talked about how the girl talked about how she uh, about how she like about how she had her mother teacher that that was okay mm -hmm. like um okay. okay so i found it um but i the person who i was fighting with deleted the comments um so because this this was actually during an argument that broke out uh it was on reddit uh this was in an argument that broke out uh, so there are going to be things that I'm basically going to go off on because people on Reddit either are just like the worst kind of people or the best kind of people. Like I haven't really found a weird in between. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if you're on Reddit Z. Are you on Reddit? Uh, not really. Uh. I don't know how to work it. So. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read out the post really quick. Um, I found out my girlfriend shits in the shower. What do I do? Don't really know how to get into this, but I'll start out by laying out a few details. So I've been dating this girl for about four months now, and she is amazing. Up until I found out about this. Like, seriously amazing. Both fallen, hard, both fallen hard for each other. I've met her family, she's met my limited family, and it's been going great. She stays over a couple times a week, and I love her company, and I'm pretty much in love with her. So finding about, out about this hits me hit me with quite hard hit me quite hard and I've felt we really weird since. I don't want to get into too much detail because it's overall a pretty bizarre situation, but basically at the start of the week she was at my place and uh and we were chilling get up getting caught up on the latest episode of of The Mandalorian. Great TV show by the way. And she goes uh, uh she goes off to take a shower, which is normal after after a day of work. So I'm chilling in my room, browsing Reddit, and catching up with shit I need, and I need to take a piss. I go, I go to the bathroom and walk up into my room when I'm engulfed in the smell of shit. Also, it's steamy as hell in there. <laughs> so already, it's just getting into like this oh no kind of feeling. Uh -huh. Um, I'm taken back aback clearly, tr and trying to make sense of it because the toilet lid is down, but the smell is so strong. So I asked my girlfriend if she if she's okay. 
She said she's great and she's nearly done just she's nearly done. She's just trying to get rid of this. At this point, I'm horri I'm horrified as I approach the shower curtain. It's a black curtain, so I can't see shit. I kind of realize what she's done, and I pull back the curtain, and she faces me to smile, and I look down, and she's about half a, sh half a shit clogging up my the drain, and she's clearly been trying to stomp it down. <laughs> um, so yeah, and it keeps going. I had a lot of emotions running through my head all at once. Horror, disgust, and su su surprisement. Mainly at her reaction of me walking in on her trying to waffle stomp a shit down the drain. <laughs> and I couldn't get I couldn't get my head ar around how cool and collected she was. I basically just said, what the hell are you doing? And her and to be honest, her reply was more of a surprise at my reaction than seeing what she was doing. As in, I didn't uh, as in she didn't see the big deal about it and didn't get why I was so horrified. It was weird. I left the bathroom, obviously. We had to talk about it, and she thought it was normal a normal thing to do. She needed she needed shit and she would just and just went for it. Apparently she was raised in a household where that was a normal thing to do, and I just couldn't comprehend it. After a while uh talking, she reassured me and she didn't do it that uh she didn't do it all the time, just whenever she needed shit in the shower. I tried explaining that that was definitely not a normal or cool thing to do whatsoever and she kind of flipped it back on me as if I was shaming her and got upset. Like I said, I love this girl, but this has properly rocked me and I don't know what to do. Sorry for poor grammar and formatting, I don't know how long this post is, but I had to get this off my chest as I don't really feel like telling anyone else and embarrassing her further. So, wow. that's one hell of a post, right? Yeah. So uh, I go down into uh, I go into the comments and um, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the dude deleted the comments. I go into the comments and somebody's like, "Her stomping." Oh, this is the only undeleted comment by this dude. Her stomping down the drain is what stuck with me. Not using the shower shower head to wash, blast, or break it down. Her, but her bare feet smushing the shit down a small hole. That details what really weirded me out. In such a very weird <laughs> tale. What the actual hell. <laughs> so. That is fucking weird. Yeah. So. um, There's that one. And then somebody responded saying it's a learned behavior. Her family taught her this was okay. And it's not. So it's not completely her fault. On another note, it's like my coworker who flushes her tampon in the toilet because her mother taught it was okay. She learned it wasn't no. at the age of 20. Um, come up with different scenarios. Like if she lived in a dorm, would she do the same thing? Maybe that will help her be enlightened. So, <laughs> oh god, it's flush flushing tampons down the toilet. That's such an issue. Jesus. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, that clog clogs up the drain seriously. Because it's just cotton. That's basically what a tampon... Ta tampon. <laughs> a tampon is. It's just cotton. Um. So, then somebody... I'm, I don't remember exactly what they said. But I do know somebody responded with something along the lines of... It's not a learned behavior. You don't know what a learned behavior is. Um... So, 
I go on to say sometimes if you're never taught uh, if you're never taught that things are supposed to be different you'd never know like one thing I thought was normal for the longest time was just screaming suddenly out of nowhere no words just a scream if you were upset that's what you would do to get your anger out but now uh, but now that I've been staying at friends houses and stuff I'm only 15 so I'm still learning some things that aren't okay that I've grown up I've grown up with I've been seeing I've been seeing that that ju doesn't just happen. People will take other outlets instead. But that was what was normal in my house. So sometimes I'll just hear my mom scream from the living room if she's angry at someone. It's just a learned behavior. Then it's if it's a learned behavior, then it's hard to shake, especially especially if you don't know any different. It's not like someone's just gonna walk into the bathroom with any with uh, with anybody and see you shitting and trying to waffle down stomp it down the drain. The, to tell you that's wrong until one day it just happens and you have to be told it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, so then somebody, the same dude, uh, who said learned behavior didn't happen. Uh, that's not a learned behavior. You don't know what a learned behavior is. Then responded again. I have no idea what they said, but then I said, learned behaviors happen if something big happens in your life. In my case, both me and my mom were severely abused in every known way. Things change in your mind depending on your situation. No one is going to correct it, and if you can't correct yourself, no, it, if no, and uh, no one is going to correct it, and if and you can't cor correct it yourself if no one knows any different. So then uh, the dude responds, basically saying, "Oh, that's made up. It's not a real thing," and antagonizing me telling me that I'm just stupid and things like that. So I go off um, and I say, it's not made up at all. Look at the, look up the term, uh, look up the term learned behavior. And you're correct. Some learned behavior is able to be corrected because it's something everybody sees, but something like shitting in the shower isn't something that everybody sees. Do you have people just walk <laughs> into the bathroom while you're showering? No, you don't. And if you do, you don't you don't find that abnormal then and you don't find that abnormal that's a learned behavior and it's and it's not like you're going to just talk to your therapist and suddenly bring up that you were shitting in the shower if you find that normal do you regularly talk to your therapist if you have one which i assume you don't about your bathroom habits i doubt it and if you do then that's a learned behavior do you uh do you want to know what else is a learned behavior Expecting people to be able to correct things with their snap of their fingers. I'm not able to make it so I don't flinch at the elbow of a person when they touch my back, uh, and flinch an elbow person when they touch my back that easily. Because when I was younger, I was conditioned to believe that when someone touches my back, uh, I was, I was going to get hit. So there, so there was no innocent touch on the back for me. Uh, there was no innocent touch on the back for me. Now I have friends that... Uh, that now I have friends do that when they don't know what happened to me when I was younger, and almost every time I end up elbowing or kicking them or something, so I so I get a chance to run away from the situation. You obviously don't have sympathy for what I what ha for what happened, or you would listen to my words when I say some some things aren't able to be corrected if nobody sees them happening. Don't you have anything that people have told you is weird in the past that you that you corrected but grew up with? Well, it, uh, well, any of those are learned behaviors that people can see them. 
but you were able to stop yourself from doing them. Some people aren't, especially if they're not seen by everyone. Uh, this person... So, like, I'm... I'm really pissed off at... I'm really pissed off. And they posted one more comment, but it was deleted. So... Damn. Learn be Learn behaviors are something that really, like... That really affect people, you know? Yeah. Um It's, like... You have to teach your children that uh, the proper things and let them learn good learning behaviors. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I had really bad anger issues, and that was bad. And then I developed anxiety when I was little, from a young age. And then I was really slow in school, like, I could not understand. And to this day, I still can't understand money, so. Uh, yeah. See, that's, like, pretty much everything, everything school teaches you to do is learn behaviors. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Like, your school is literally teaching you behaviors and, like, things to do. Like, this is how you solve this problem, or this is how you read this. They would always, or like in school, they would leave out certain things about history. They'd only just like tell you about like a little bit, and that to them or to the school, it was wrong to express anything else. Yeah. Like I've read and Frank like a thousand fucking times, and not once did I ever hear that her diary talked about her wanting to have a girlfriend and that she was a lesbian. Not once have I ever heard a teacher tell me that. She was a and lesbian? Yes, in her diary, she wrote about how she wanted to be with a girl. And people were so upset about it. Well, it's her fucking diary. Her diary. Do you not know what that is? It's not a book. So, I don't know why they kept that out. But that's really important. And then there's, like, one other thing about this guy. And he's, like, gay or something. And we wouldn't have, like, certain things. But, yeah, you can look up that stuff. Yeah. See... They're, they're like, they're erasing things from history because they don't want children to learn these things. Yeah, because it's wrong. Yeah. But, like, I bet you in 50 years, people are going to regret doing that. Because, like, I had no clue at all because I wasn't taught about World War II. I haven't been taught about that yet. Oh. Yeah, I, I never was taught about, I was never taught about the World Wars. And if I was, I don't remember them at all. I don't either. Um, like, I was, I was, I, I just wasn't taught about them. So, even, even if I was, though, I bet you I would have never had any idea that Anne Frank, Jesus, I didn't know Anne Frank was gay. <laughs> that actually makes me happy. Also, why were people pissed about that? because they didn't want her to be gay and people are well people are pissed about it also because they were acting like it it was a book like they made it into a book no it was her diary and it was something personal to her like she's a real person it's not some made-up story and so people are upset about it because they're acting like you know 
she just put it out there for everybody to know that she was gay and she had her deepest secrets in there aside from having um her whole story yeah like i i've never read that book personally but like i think there were rumors of like shakespeare being gay because some of his poems and, and plays and stuff actually seemed to have a lot to do with like like they they were they were suspecting that his poems and stuff were actually having to do with uh male on male love instead of male on female love and mm -hmm. i actually really enjoyed that but there were so many people who were outraged by that because they were like oh it was gay is bad gay bad ah kind of shit you know yeah, and I know so many people that love Twilight, and I, it's so funny because Robert wanted Edward to be gay. He thought that would fit more. So I, I think if he was, it would have just made the whole thing so much better. Wait, who's Robert? Who played Edward on Twilight? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I watched, <laughs> I watched one of the movies, and I did not like it. Um. <laughs> Well, I don't know, like, one of my friends, um, her whole family's Christian, and her mom's obsessed with Twilight, but I think if she knew that Robert, who played Edward, wanted Edward to be gay, I think that would just blow her mind. Yeah, honestly. Like, if Edward were, were gay, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be more LGBT representation. Oh, yeah. They're slowly getting it in, thankfully. But there's still so many people out there that are so... They think it's so wrong, which it's not, though. Because uh, I'm pretty sure... Uh, Jesus was... He was not white. Oh, obviously. yeah, no. No, he was not not at all <laughs> yeah like i'm open to like all um religions like i'm not trying to make fun of but like yeah he was not white and i was trying to tell my friend about how i was watching this video and it's like if he didn't commit sins then god was died for nothing or something because he made he did sin what jesus wait wasn't Jesus supposed to be, like, this holy man who never sinned, not once, no matter what he did? Yeah, but he did. And then, like, Satan or whatever just pissed him off, and so he sent him down to hell. And I think that's kind of funny. Because <laughs> it just makes God or Jesus, whatever, seem so petty. Uh, yeah, no, the actual story of uh, Lucifer's... Uh, descent to hell actually just revolves around uh lucifer standing like standing up to god being like oh can we make our own humans too like he just wanted yeah. to join in like he didn't want to be a slave yeah he just wanted to join in being like hey i want to make some too and then god was like no bitch and just sent him down to hell yeah that's that's why Lucifer came up being like, eat this apple, eat the one that God told you not to. Yeah, and then it blows my mind about all the, like, incest 
video, like oh, stories yeah. I hear about because Adam and Eve and stuff. Like, there's only like two people originally, right? But then there were people before God. I don't know. It's so confusing to me. Yeah. No. It. That. The Bible is an odd tale. No offense to anybody who reads the Bible. I am totally fine with you guys, like, being Christian or, like, uh, religious in any way. I am not trying to shame your religion in any way. I just personally do not subscribe to a specific religion. I'm kind of Wiccan, but not fully. Um, but I, 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 I just think Christianity, like, Christianity itself... The, the extreme Christians, the extreme Christians, I should preface that by, the, the extreme Christians tend to be on this different spectrum, like, oh yeah, like, they, they, they kind of just, they're on a whole other spectrum of just, I'm gonna be honest, kind of stupidity, <laughs> like, Christians, oh yeah. Christians who respect other people, I am totally fine with. 100% fine with like I I understand where they're coming from and I'm so glad that they have faith in the world I'm so glad that they believe in this like upper power that makes them happy I am like I am glad that that is a thing but the extreme Christians and the people who are extreme in religion I find to be not okay and on this whole other level of just stupidity because they use their their like they're Bible passages. They use these passages to shame other people. And did you know mm -hmm. the one, the one error, like, or not error, the one passage in the Bible that, uh, that condemns gay people? I don't remember the exact quote, but it's something along the lines of thou shalt not lie with, with another man in the same bed or something like that was actually a mm -hmm. mistranslation. Yeah, it was. It it was actually supposed to say, uh, thou thou shalt not lie with another or a man shall not lie with a boy or something yeah. like that. I don't remember the direct quote or anything like that. I'm uh I was never really big in the Bible. Um I did Bible study as a kid, but that was because I was a kid and I had no choice. <laughs> um Yeah, me too. I mean I've never read the Bible because I'm not interested, but I was Christian for a long time when I was little, and then uh, it's off, and then I'm not Christian anymore. Like, I don't have any religion, and everybody kept asking me what I, like, that I need to have religion, and I think that's you don't stupid because I'm fine with every religion. Like, I have nothing against it. It's just my experience with those people that have those religions. Like, yeah. Christians are fucking crazy. Most of them are. The extreme but ones. A lot of them are really good. The extreme ones. Yes, yes. Like, my whole family, they'll beat the demons out of you if you do one thing that's not Christianly, but they're the definition of not Christian, like, at all. They're horrible. Do they eat pork? I don't know. They're just crazy. If they eat I pork, am not, like, if they eat pork, they're going to hell. Did you know Probably, that? I mean, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Literally, in the Bible, in the Bible, there is a passage talking about how there is a couple, like, there is a, a story talking about how God banished demons into pigs, and now pigs are demons. So if you eat pork, you go to hell. Well, you know, like, pigs 
intestines or whatever, like, they have a lot of similarities with humans, so I guess people, like, like, like it's cannibalism or something, but they have a lot of, like, uh, I don't know if this is real, but they try to, like, fuse a pig and a man together. Anyway, it was horrifying. Well, I'm specifically talking about the Bible story. Um, also, uh, did you know that it's impossible for a rich man to go to, to go to heaven? There is a quote in the Bible saying, uh, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go into the kingdom of the Lord. Mm. Yeah. Rich men, rich men can, rich men and women cannot go to heaven. Uh, per the Bible's message, they cannot go to heaven. I mean, that's just the Bible, so it's either way if you believe in that or not. Yeah, people, people, uh, people, like, extreme Christians and, like, extreme people in religion, um, tend to pick and choose what they believe, you know? Like, they, they oh, tend, yeah. they yeah. tend to just kind of, oh, I'm gonna believe this, but not this. I'm gonna believe this, but not this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they just cherry pick. And I actually have an issue with that. Like. Oh, yeah. I understand if you don't know the entire Bible or the entire passage, or not the entire passage, the entirety of whatever book you read or anything like that, I I understand. Then you won't know some things. But, like, if you claim to know the Bible or any religious book or religious markings word for word, you know, mm-hmm. then, like what are you doing doing all these things that are supposed to be bad like that that's like the that that's the problem i have when it comes to people who are super religious mm-hmm. like uh, even pastors pastors who cherry pick are my worst issue like I I can't stand pastors who cherry pick. Like it it is ridiculous, you know. Yeah. Cause I I had a pastor who cherry picked. Uh, she ate ham all the time. She would have a ham sandwich so often. Um. Damn. She actually she actually did know that uh that um. That gay that that was a mistranslation, the one one condemning gay people. That was a mistranslation. She knew that, and she understood that. So I will give her props for that, and I will give any pastor or any like, any religious person who has that that like that understandable, like hey, this is a mistranslation. I I give them props for knowing that, and I give them props for following that. What I do not, what I do not, like, support is when, is when they go through and they're just like, okay, I like this one, I like this one, I like this one, I hate this one, I love this one, you know? Yeah. Like, have you ever seen that on the street? Like, or not even on the street, just in general, have you ever seen that? No. 
you've never seen a religious person like cherry pick? I don't know if they're religious. Like, well, okay, that's fair. I've just, I've seen it a lot. And I really don't like it, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, on that note, I think we should end it for today. Um, so, uh, I, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Uh, Z, would you like to say anything to close off? Uh, this was fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And remember, the dark side isn't always bad. <laughs>